With about 60,000 tracks uploaded daily on Spotify alone, it's easy for anyone to get lost in the mix. So let's try to reverse the odds of being found. My guests are from the creative and business side of the music scene. We talk about what inspires them, their process, and the practical steps they've been taking to get noticed. I'm Saina, your host. Welcome to the show. Hello, hope everyone's having a good week. For this episode, I'm talking to JSCA. She's an artist based in London, but she's originally from Colombia. Her latest release was an EP called Colmena, where she weaves between both English and Spanish to create her own unique world. Without further ado, let's get into it. Hi, Jessica. Thank you for being on the show. Hi. How are you? I'm good, thank you. You're actually my first female artist. Actually, first female guest on the show, which is cool. I realised that I was like, hang on a minute. It's not even a 50-50. I was, it was too many male producers, male this and that. So I was like, hang on a minute, some <laughs> girls in here. Yeah, so let's just jump into the questions. Um, how's lockdown been for you with your music? Well, last year, so when the first few lockdowns happened, um, I actually launched my music and like my first EP. Um, so it took up most of my time. I was pretty occupied <laughs> throughout the whole of lockdown, trying to do everything. Um, yeah, yeah. And I was trying to be productive and stuff, organizing my time. Um, and then this time around, like this year, I've just been basically pushing, pushing my EP and working on some little side projects and mm-hmm. visuals and things like that. So it's been quite yeah, productive, cool. thankfully. You've done everything yourself. That's pretty impressive <laughs> yeah I mean you have it's to it's difficult <laughs> isn't it I know it's so difficult though to keep it like with what you've got but keeping it interesting exactly exactly yeah that's cool so how did how did you feel the EP went I mean I think it went quite well I think it it did what it was supposed to do like I wanted to put out a product basically that kind of showed the direction in which I was going to go in yeah like your theme kind of, exactly gave like a foundation of what who I am as an artist and I feel like the EP did that like people understand a bit more what my sound is yeah yeah. um so I think it yeah I think it did well it did what it was supposed to do and it's like the baseline so it's only gonna go up from here basically that's cool and how many tracks was that in the EP I think it's like four or five Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, yeah. I guess that's just the standard, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Too long ago, too many things yep. going on. <laughs> if we just take it back to how it all started, how you how you got going with music, um, you could just tell me a bit about that. Um, so like I didn't I've been like creative since I was young. Um did a bit of musical theatre at like my old high school and stuff. Um but I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And then I got into Brit school and that's when I focused more on my music and stuff. Um, and that's when I started to like develop who I wanted to be as an artist because I was surrounded by so many amazing people like you. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and then I left there and then I just developed even more. And started writing more and getting more into production and working with people. And that's kind of how it started. And and this is where I am now. Yeah. So you're fully Colombian, aren't you? Yes. 
So do you feel that, I mean, I can hear it to be honest, but like just tell a bit about how that's had a massive influence in your music. Um, well, like when I first started, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to, what sound I wanted to go for. And I, all I knew was that there was just something missing. Like I tried to do like regular R&B type poppy music and it, yeah, just, yeah. it just wasn't wasn't doing it for me. Um, so I started to look more into like my culture and the type of music that I genuinely love to listen to which is just Colombian music and Latin songs and stuff and especially like Colombian folk music so Mm -hmm. that's like my favorite genre and so I wanted to incorporate aspects of that into my music and try and give a different side to Latin music so that people could see that it's more than just just reggaeton and and some cringy salsa piano Mm -hmm. or whatever (laughs) um yeah so that's how it's definitely influenced me in my music and, you know, the in my visuals and in like, in my lyrics and everything, really. It's nice because you've just kind of created a new angle for the sound, not just like one or the other, but you've just merged it. And yeah, exactly. I guess you can express the parts in your culture that you like and you want in your music rather than, you know, what everyone knows, like you said, reggaeton and all the other um <laughs> I guess you say cringe <laughs> yeah. uh, genres yeah. but um yeah so you can bring in like I, I haven't really heard Latin folk music do you know what I mean so like, yeah, you're exactly. bringing that to people who are in uh western countries which is quite nice yeah if we could go back to your EP and just talk about maybe a little bit more in depth on the process and like even how you did your visuals really yeah okay well um so my EP, so it's called Colmena, and that basically means um, it's like beehive in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically it's kind of to do with the fact that I was like growing and creating and blossoming a bit like, you know, like bees working yeah. in their beehive and just creating something beautiful, which is honey and that everyone that's loves. That's quite a nice idea, actually. So, and that's why the what the second song is called Honey and Stuff. It's about like growing out of a situation and, you know, becoming something. Um, and then my intro is called Komena and it's just like that ode to like folk music. So it's mm-hmm. just like a, a layering of different vocals. And I, I was trying to emulate the style of singing that um, you hear in Colombian folk music, which is quite raw, quite, yeah. um, I don't know how, how organic I would say. Mm-hmm. Is that in Spanish or is that That's in English? In Spanish. Okay. So yeah. it's, it's like w- one or two phrases over and over again, like layered yeah. on top of each other in Spanish. And because um, I wanted to create like like almost a journey. So from the very beginning um, and all the way to the end. Um, and then my other songs go in between English and Spanish, constantly like going between the two languages. Yeah. The visuals, um, I originally wanted to do Honey as my first visual. I wanted to do like this whole production video and like with a team and, you know, I was going to pay people and stuff. But obviously that didn't happen. So I ended up like, I didn't know what to do. So I was like, let me just pick a song and just do something for it. Mm -hmm. I ended up picking Carousel. um, That's my third track. And I just at home... I just found some nice spots in my in my house and you got really creative with that. Well yeah, you, know, I was, <laughs> you made like a little house thing like <laughs> Yeah, I tried to like make make it have a theme and yeah. styled some outfits and stuff and just So what was your idea up. behind that? Um so carousel is kind of 
loosely, I would say, kind of about um, just a, a, a domestic relationship, just a regular old relationship. Um, and since, you know, I was always at home and stuff, I really wanted to show a domestic setting because that's kind of what the song is loosely about, just the regular ins and outs of a, a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that's why, one, I'm mostly at home and there's scenes in, in like the kitchen and stuff. Um, and also I, the colours, and I really wanted to make it a, as vibrant as possible. That definitely came through. Like <laughs> it was very like yellow. It was like warm colours. Yeah, wasn't it? exactly. Yeah, was that nice, was kind yeah. of what I wanted for my EP. Like I wanted to be able to transport myself to like a warm place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that's what I wanted it to represent in the visuals as well. Even though like I was at home, I wanted it to feel warm and to feel like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, like summer, I guess. It's good that you you were within the EP. You were just trying to create this theme. I think that's important because if you if you get inconsistent with it, like people get confused. It's, it's nice that you, <laughs> yeah. you like built that foundation, like you said. So, yeah. And yeah. so, who worked on um, the production? Was it a different producer for each track? Or was no. It- so um, all of the tracks are produced by Jack. What Jack DeCastro, Jack Mo. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, I would I produce all the drafts for all of them, and then I would go in. To Jack's studio and we would like work on it again and polish it and put some better quality sounds and stuff yeah um but yeah he's pretty much the whole EP and then also like throughout the whole EP it's Jonah and Kian and they're the ones playing guitar and bass okay um, yeah and they did an amazing job yeah yeah so they're like your go-to people. yeah basically yeah. pretty much they know what you want exactly you know I mean? so yeah it's going to be consistent exactly yeah. that's key definitely as you were releasing independently what distribution company did you go through basically I'm with DistroKid at the moment um I was kind of looking into different distribution companies and I mean they all have their ups and downs I mean yeah, there's yeah. no one's going to tell you oh this this one is amazing exactly. nothing yeah. wrong with this one um but I wanted it to have as much reach as possible and DistroKid has like a thing with um TikTok and stuff and TikTok yeah, like coming yeah. up so that was important and obviously they they put like your lyrics on Instagram and things um, and that's really important so that you can interact with like your audience and stuff. And yeah, they create, do have a like, lot of options. Yeah, create yeah. easy content every day. But so far, so good. Um, I mean, they're not the best to in terms of like contacting them. They don't really have that much of an easy. Yeah, I found that as well. I was like, <laughs> where, I'm clicking on like a hundred different pages exactly. and it takes you to another one, another uh-huh. one, another one. There's no, no like, like number that. or something or any, yeah. like, easy yeah. email to find. But, you know, that's yeah. part of the struggle. What can you do? When it's easy, there's always going to be kind mm-hmm. of the flaws, isn't it? But it, exactly. it's, it's good as it as good as it gets. Like it's, it is pretty good. So Yeah, I mean, you um, get what you pay yeah. for, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> with your social media you use tiktok and you use instagram don't you yeah well recently tiktok i i didn't want to hop on that on that train i really didn't <laughs> <laughs> that's literally but, how i feel oh, oh. But, like my cousin <laughs> convinced me because she basically yeah. did she does tiktoks and she did one with one of my songs and people messaged her like oh like i really like this song like what's this song oh really yeah yeah so she was like you should do tiktok because there might be an audience yeah for you. So i was like 
okay, fine. I'm like, I'm going to start TikTok. I, don't, I better blow up, yeah. I better blow up. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to kill you. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was fun. But I did find that like doing the like TikToks, because they're like just one minute videos and you have to keep it engaging. Mm. It was quite good for my creativity, like mm-hmm. just doing quick fire, like duets or or showcasing quick my my snippets of my creation process and stuff. So it's definitely more of an intimate look into like my process and what I do. And Instagram obviously is like the more polished like portfolio. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So have you been focusing more on TikTok recently then? Um for like a month I was doing um pretty regular on TikTok. Right now I'm taking a break. Um, too much. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. It's you're supposed to post like three times a day or something and it's oh, just god. It's too demanding. I think people live on it. Like I think they just yeah. that's all they do all day. Yeah, literally. So it's good, but you know, I don't <laughs> want to become a slave to it either. But no, you know what? Like as a piece of advice, I do think that it's worth it because imagine I I'm on it and I've only got like four hundred or something followers or something. And and my videos, you know, they don't get thousands and thousands of views. They just get like a few couple hundred. Some of them do yeah. reach like one or two K. But that that alone has given me uh, at least a hundred more followers on Instagram. And oh, really? People, yeah. Yeah. And like more people interacting with my stuff. That's quite quick. 400 followers. Um, you said that was like a month ago, didn't you? Well, yeah, actually, I was quite lucky. I made one little video yeah. on Valentine's Day about like my me and my relationship and like I, just a little story about it. And that kind of blew up. I saw um, that on your story and I was like, I don't have TikTok, so I can't watch yeah. that. <laughs> so, like that was, that kind of um, blew me up for like a short period of time, um, okay. which was helpful. Any little thing that kind of blows up is helpful. Yeah. And you never one know. video, you, you never know which one. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think it's a good, um, it's free to do, you know, it yeah, only takes yeah. up your time, but I think it's worth it. Even if you get a few more followers like people who genuinely interact with your things not just your friends they, you know what I mean like sometimes mm-hmm. you get like your friends and your family members who share your music all the time and listen to your stuff but it's not quite the same as having complete stranger who then becomes your fan do you know what I mean yeah and yeah. they're gonna really support your music and they're gonna actually listen to it and recommend um you to someone else as a serious artist and I feel like with TikTok it's a bit it's a little bit easier to get to um reach those types of people who don't know you at all from absolutely no one and they discover you like you and continue to follow you yeah yeah it's the so, cool yeah. fans that's the yeah you build. definitely well I guess I'll just have to get on it when I <laughs> <laughs> yep you're gonna have to get on oh, it <laughs> what have you been working on at the moment so at the moment um I've been, what have I been doing? Well, I just recently did a little collaboration thing with this um, group called Movimientos. And they're like, basically they created like a a little album or compilation album of different Latin UK artists. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. To raise like money for this uh, charity that focuses on helping Latin American women throughout through the pandemic and stuff. Yeah. So they released that and I was part of it and that was really really nice I did um, an acoustic version of one of my songs Maria mm-hmm. um that was really cool yeah and so then, is that out now yeah that is now out on okay, all streaming cool. platforms or you can on Bandcamp you can buy it and that, obviously that's more of a help than streaming, yeah, yeah, definitely, but, yeah yeah but still it's there and it's really nice project and has so many cool artists and like 
um, really worth checking out. Yeah, um, it's a nice concept, actually. Yeah, it is. And um, what else have I been doing? And then, yeah, I've just been just been working, writing and stuff, trying to find sessions. So is that all with Jack? Yeah, that's... Oh, well, at the moment, uh, I haven't worked with Jack in a while because of the of COVID and stuff. And because he has, like, a home studio, he doesn't... He's really, like, careful about his family and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've just been working on my own at home um, and finding people who have a separate studio who are willing to do, like, sessions. Um, so, you know, I found this guy who I got introduced to. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. You know? um, how did you find him? Um, I found – his name's Steve. He's um, – like a producer basis kind of guy um through this other guy called Jose Luis he runs like a lot of Latin events so there's this festival called La Clave Fest which ran I think two years ago before obviously the pandemic um and he runs that festival um and I think he runs as well the that group I was telling you about Movimientos that I released the compilation album with um and he introduced me to this producer and and so he's introduced me to a few other instrumentalists as well. So quite a good connect. I'm glad to have met him and stuff. Um, so, yeah, I'm just working on writing music, um, maybe getting another visual out for one of my songs. We'll see. Just collaborating with like as many people as I can, trying to collaborate with this designer. Yeah, of course. Who I've worked yeah. with in the past. So, yeah, see what comes out of it. Designer for clothing? yeah. Yeah, oh, cool. I've modelled for her clothes before um, and she wanted to do for her new collection some kind of video uh, with music and stuff. So we're kind of working on that, figuring out what we want to do. So that's exciting. Oh, cool. Nice. When you collaborate or connect with new musicians or producers, do you tend to go for like the Latin community? Um well, at the moment, I'm trying to because I don't have that many connects in the Latin community. It's not, yeah. it's a bit of, like, you have to get in there. It's not quite, like, you can contact someone and they're going to immediately know about it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a bit of, you have to search for the people. Um, so I'm trying to get more involved in the Latin community and finding producers that have um, a bit more experience with Latin music, um, instrumentalists who have more experience playing Latin music so that I can get the sound that I want. Um, yeah. But obviously, you know, I'm, I'm open to working with everyone because obviously I have my own knowledge of Latin music. So working with someone who doesn't have yeah, any, yeah. I could also input my own experiences and create something new. But yeah, my focus is making those connects in the Latin community for the future, really. Yeah. And so how do you do that? Is there somewhere you specifically go? I try everything. I try everything. It's a lot on Instagram, a lot of like, like seeing people that are tagged and going on their account and seeing who they have on their account and just like going on this little train of looking for people. And looking lost in the hole. (laughs) Exactly. Um, I tend to look for like, if someone I know is following them, that's kind of a good indicator that you know they're pretty good yeah exactly or I can maybe work with them um also yeah just going to or now there isn't any events but before going to like Latin events um or music events that's where I would kind of try and put my foot in the door and be like hey yeah yeah we could maybe work on something yeah Um, just getting out there yeah yeah but now I'm pretty much reliant on Instagram yeah messaging everyone and anyone (laughs) 
you have to throw yourself out there otherwise exactly. you just like you gotta do it you gotta do it you've kind of spoken about what you're working on but what do your days look like my days look pretty similar I'm not gonna lie <laughs> they are pretty much like I wake up in nine ten morning um I take care of my cat he's my baby um, <laughs> And then, like, you know, I get ready and I try to do some music stuff in the mornings before I go to work. And then I usually go to work at, like, 2. Where do you work? So I work on Uber Eats and Deliveroo, so, like, delivering food. Um, So it's pretty flexible. I can just work whenever I want to. But I like to, you know, set a a schedule. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. I work from 2 till late, late night. And then I do it all over again in the morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how do you feel that time? Because obviously that's quite a massive chunk of your day. Do you feel you get enough done in the morning with your music? I mean, I would love to be able to get more done, but like yeah. my music doesn't pay my bills yet. So <laughs> I, yeah, can't, I, know, I can't, I can't. But I do take like on my day, on my days off, like Mondays and Tuesdays are usually my days off. And okay. I dedicate those to music entirely. So like yesterday... Um, and today, so today I'm doing this podcast with you. And yesterday I, I had a little rehearsal recording session, and that's kind of how I split. It. I have you have to be patient. You can't you can't do everything yeah, at once. Like everything is going to take time, especially when you're doing it independently. So yeah, yeah, you just got to balance your time and make sure exactly. that you're actually keeping on top of your schedule. Exactly. I guess if we just wrap it up, where can everyone hear your music? Um, so you can hear my music on all streaming platforms, so Apple Music, Spotify, um, it's on YouTube. Uh, those are the main ones, I think. Um, yeah. And yeah, I have a few videos out of my channel on YouTube, just type in JSCA Music. Cool. And your Instagram is just Jessica, is that right? No, my Instagram is JSCA Music. Do you pronounce that as JSCA or do yeah. you say Jessica? Oh, no, really? I pronounce it as JSCA, yeah. Oh, really? Okay, because obviously I just know you as Jessica, so I'm just like, Jessica, Jessica. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It was lovely to talk to you. Thank you for having me. It was lovely to you. Yes, okay. Um, And good luck with your next releases. And good luck with yours. I'm excited. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye. That was JSCA, so make sure to go check her EP out. And if you're a musician or a singer or producer... Maybe you could incorporate your roots. Don't forget to follow this podcast to keep up with new episodes. Until next time.